Vanilla Minecraft has just six mob heads, but I thought it would be cool if every mob could drop a head. So when I started my hardcore world last year, I included the more mob heads data pack, which gives every mob in the game a chance to drop its head. Common mobs, like pigs, tend to have the lowest drop rates. While the more rare or dangerous mobs, like the blue axolotl, the wither, and the warden, which I'll be taking on towards the end of the video, have a 100% drop rate. As I go, I'll be placing each mob head in its respective habitat inside my new megabase. So that's one down, only 174 left to go. First up are the farm animals. Oh, that's the sheep head collected. Or at least one of them. I still need the other 15 colors. Alright, let me place a few of these down. We'll place the donkey, cow, and phantom heads now. And save the sheep and the horses until I have the rest of the colors collected. The chicken is proving to be impeccably difficult. If I don't get it soon, I might have an existential crisis. So much for the cluck of the Irish. This is truly a test of my endurance. Come on, it's nearly half past ten. Alright, I'm running out of puns here, so I guess I'll just start winging it. Cluck me, that one took a millegium. Sorry for my foul language. Anyways, while I was collecting the chicken head, I managed to get a few of the other farm animals out of the way. I got three more sheep, three more horses, the bee, angry bee, pollinated bee, and the angry pollinated bee. I'm going to focus on the rest of the horses first. There's the brown horse head, and the creamy, and a quick stop at my village to craft some golden apples because I forgot you can breed horses with golden carrots. What I also forgot is that you have to tame them before you can breed them, which seems like a great recipe for extinction if you ask me. As always, Google solved my problem and I bred a few mules, took a nap on the nearest bee nest, and collected my prize. Now that the horses are done, I can place down a few more heads. Starting with the bees. Wait, if I can make them float, it'll look like they're flying. Perfect. Now we've got all the bees hanging out in the flower forest. For the horses, I want to make sure I spread them out a little bit. So I'll do one in the village's animal pen, two more in the plains, another two in the sunflower plains, and the final two along with a mule head in the savannah biome. Now for the sheep. I'm still missing eight colors, but luckily I have plenty that I can breed over at the old sheep mansion.
sight meets back on the menu, boys. And that just leaves us with the pink sheep and one mystery sheep. To make things even harder, I want to try finding the pink sheep in the wild. Oh wow, there's one right behind me. What are the chances? For the so-called mystery sheep, I need a Jeb sheep head. And before we head back, I forgot about one more type of horse. Okay, good. Those would have been a nightmare to farm. Alright, I think I'm just going to scatter these sheep everywhere. A few in the plains. Dark forest. Taiga. Sparse jungle. Savannah plateau. The meadow. And the last ones near the forest. Now, the skeleton horse is a weird one because it can pretty much spawn anywhere. Since the desert doesn't really have many mobs, I'm just going to place it there. Okay, I feel like the farming category has been going on forever, so I'm just going to try to speed up these. So, llamas. These things are surprisingly difficult to find. And on top of that, they only have a 30% chance of dropping ahead. So, I learned early on that I was going to have to breed them. Over the course of the next 5 hours, I found all 4 colors and bred them until I had enough for a head. And I also had three wandering traders spawn, which got me the trader llama heads as well. I placed the regular llamas in the savannah plateau and the windswept hills. And two wandering trader heads on the mushroom island with two llamas each. Hopefully the rabbits are a little easier to find. There's the white rabbit. Black and white. Gold. Salt and pepper, brown, and the black rabbit. Oh, great. Ah, no way, that's like a 1 out of 100 chance. Here's the black rabbit, and finally toast. Don't. Take two. Not again. And you know the drill by now. There's the gold rabbit, naturally right on the edge, seconds away from hurling itself off, and then the rest. Now, since we got the spider head already, I guess it just makes sense to knock out all of the cave mobs next. Let me just place this down first. Next up is the bat, which I don't have to go far for since the entire area underneath this base is basically a farm for them. doesn't have anything to do with my aim, this is just a really highly agile bat. I'm Batman. Yeah, that was awful. Moving on. This next one is a little iffy. The glow squid can be found in both oceans and caves. I usually find them in caves though, so I'm going to classify them as a cave mob. While I'm in the area, I might as well get the cave spider too, since there's a mineshaft down here.
Well, that was fast. I guess I mined out this entire room for nothing. I'm probably going to need some water in here. And then, could we just... No. Alright. I was afraid that was going to happen. Uh, I might be able to solve it with armor stands, though. I'm going to have to place it on a slab, though. Otherwise, it's just going to be underground. So, something like this. And then we just push a block into it with a piston. And again. Why is it pushing? Okay. That's better. Now we'll just place the cave spider at the mine shaft, like so. And that's it for the cave mobs. We've got zombies, skeletons, and creepers still, but I'm going to need a lightning storm for those. Next up, I'm going to fill this mini village with all the village mobs, and then make a horde of zombie villagers on their way to attack it. Each villager profession has its own head, so I'll need to get all of the job blocks first. And now we pillage. the last villager head and all the zombie villagers, I think it'll be easier to set up a villager breeder here. Alright, that's the final regular villagers. The zombie villagers might be a little tougher though, since they only have a 50% drop rate. That batch got us 9 out of the 15 heads. There's 3 more. And the leather worker. And the mason? Yep, nice. And the final one is a zombified nitwit. Right this way, sir. I've prepared you a snack. Hopefully, his helmet doesn't break. You just drop in and just smack the lip. Whoop! Drop down. And then after that, you just drop in. At this point, I was still missing six of the cat heads and the iron golem. And after getting two more, I decided it would be easier, and probably more humane, to instead tame the last ones and breed them. So after retrieving the black cat, I tamed in episode 4, and spending 25 minutes looking for this little guy, I was ready to start my very own cat sanctuary. In the end though, it still came down to murder. Sorry, Peter. The iron golem was a lot more straightforward. Especially once I realized that golems created by the player don't even fight back. And that's all the village mobs complete. Let me just... It's kind of cool looking when you don't think about all the stuff that had to die to make it possible. 
Let me sprinkle the cats around the village. Place the black cat near the witch hut. And for the tuxedo cat, I'm going to put it in the mini woodland mansion. As kind of an easter egg for those cat statues that spawn there. And wow, we already have 97 of the heads complete. So going forward, there's going to be a lot less mobs in each category. Speaking of, our next one is the snowy mobs. Starting things off with the snowy golem. Now, you might expect it to have a pumpkin head, but I guess this is technically their real head. Time for the polar bear. There's one. Ah, uh, no. No, I can't kill the one with the baby. This one, though. Now we've got to find a snow fox. And I don't really know where to look for it. Actually, now's a good time to get the stray head. There's one. Alright, so the snow fox. Like I was saying, I don't really know what the best way to find one of these guys is, other than just running around in circles. Just making sure there aren't any in the powdered snow. Hey dog. You see any of them foxes around? Ooh. Okay, tell me these aren't the most adorable mobs in the game. Before I take them back to the portal, I want to have another go at getting the stray head. What? not this time. Okay, good. They're still alive. Now I just need to escort them through 700 blocks of polar bear infested waters. In case it wasn't clear, I refuse to kill these guys for a head until I have a breeding pair back at my base. I did not think of this through. Ha! The old eagle strike. And while those guys are on cooldown, I might as well place the heads that we got so far. I'll put the polar bear right here. And the stray. Mm. That's better. And let me just breed these guys up. I really don't want to do this. I'll just place it down here. The last two snowy mobs are the mountain goats. One for the regular goat, and another for the screaming goat, which you have a 2% chance of getting when you breed two goats. So I'm gonna need a lot of hay. Alright, so I've spotted a bunch of goats around this mountain. I'm gonna just round them all up and make a mob-proof bunker to breed them in. Alright, things are coming along well. I'm also getting a bunch of goat horns while I'm doing this, so I'm gonna try to collect all of those while I'm at it. It's either that, or just stand here and let them take out my ankles. I might as well get the regular head now. 
thought that was a zombie. Okay, so I think I heard one scream, but I don't know how I'm going to find out which one it is. I'll just try to separate them and then narrow it down, I guess. I need to get on top of the walls, though. Alright, so somehow the screaming goat survived all of the creepers, but I haven't figured out which one it is yet. Okay, so here's our culprit. He dropped this admire horn, which can only be gotten from screaming goats. Now I've just gotta breed them. And get the head. I also got every single goat horn in the process. I'm going to opt for the wall this time, instead of the ceiling. And let's finish off the snow with the regular goat head in the snowy slopes. And the screaming one in the frozen peaks biome. Now there is another mob for this section, but I'm not quite ready for that yet. So on to the end mobs. The first mob we need is the Enderman. I do have a farm for them, but I want to try to avoid using farms for now. And I'm definitely not going to do it here because these sensors are already getting annoying. Nice. I'm going to try to box myself in here and get the endermite head too. And now I need the dragon head. I'm going to opt to steal it from this end ship so I don't have to rebuild my custom end dimension. Again. Let me just figure out the safest way to do this. The last mob for the end is the shulker, but this place is looking pretty empty. So I'm gonna need a new one. Okay, this is the saddest excuse for a city I've ever seen. It'll have to do though. Now we just place them down. I'm going to do something a little bit different for the dragon. I want to have a mini dragon flying above the obsidian pillars so that it looks like it's being healed by the end crystals. Alright, uh, here's the prototype. Alright, I decided to go with a design I found on Google instead. Not as cool as I imagined, but it beats placing it on the ground I guess. And now it's time for the swamp mobs. For this, we have the slime, and it's already daytime, so uh, frogs. I'm just going to build a cage to breed them in, this way I don't have to worry about them escaping. And we just pull them inside, 
It is night again though, so I'm gonna go back to slime hunting. Well, that was fast. Kind of ruined my montage, though. Or did it? Now I can place the frogs down. Oh, never mind that. It's charged creeper time. There's the zombie head. Wow, that really messes up your shield. Skeleton's gonna be a little trickier. over already. Well, that was far from ideal, but I did get two of them at least. We can place the zombie head inside the dungeon, and then the creeper. I think I'm gonna put it in the desert temple. I feel like I always find them inside these things. And back to the swamp stuff. I'm just going to scatter the frogs around in the swamp and the mangrove swamp. And I'm gonna put the tadpole in the shallow end over here. I'll put the slime head right here. Oh, it kind of looks like a baby slime. And that's it for now. We're going to come back here later to do the witch head, but since the drop rate for it is super low, I'm going to try to get it while fighting raids later on. Okay, our next group of mobs is from the taiga biomes. I say group, but there's really only two. There wasn't anything new here, so I'm just going to sum up the next hour and a half of footage in seven words. Wolves. Foxes. I killed them. Now heads. The wolf does have two variants though, so I'll put the angry one here as if it's targeting those innocent sheep, and the regular one somewhere over here. And the fox can go in the old spruce biome so it's not empty. Now the jungle. This one is gonna be painful. On paper there's only three mobs that are exclusive to the jungle, but on a paper with more information than the aforementioned paper, you'll see all the different variants. Variants are the problem area, more specifically the panda. With a drop rate of only 28%, my only option is to capture every single variant and breed them. 
Luckily, I did find a massive jungle earlier. It's not this one, but I'm on my way to it now. Might as well. Okay, I found my first panda here. Uh, looks like a worried one, I think. I could use nether portals to move them around, but that's still going to require a lot of walking, and pandas are extremely slow. Or, we could try a cool trick with leads. Okay, so if you use a lead on a mob, and then look straight up, and then slightly down, it should let you... Now, similar to planes, the difficult parts are the takeoff and the landing. Easy does it. Perfect. Thank you, sir, for traveling with Aust Airlines. That trick is going to save me so much time. All that's left now is to build up a breeding pen. Pandas are quite chunky, so I'm going to need something sturdy. These leaves look pretty strong. Time to bring new meaning to the words Panda Express. Wait. So, nether portals. Now instead of flying with pandas, I have to do math. This one here isn't too far away, but... What are you doing? That's the normal panda. Now for the other six. Next, the worried panda. Another normal one, and it's Playful Baby, which nearly suffocated in the portal frame when it aged up. He didn't seem to mind though. A pathetically weak child I got by breeding them. And then I was interrupted by one of these. So I took the opportunity to get the last storm related heads. That's the charged creeper. Skeleton head. Okay. The skeleton head. And then I raced to the nearest mushroom island to fry up some of the mushroom cows. I'm not going to get the heads for those until later though because I'm already in the middle of the pandas. Next up is the lazy panda, which might as well not even have legs because it clearly doesn't know how to use them. The last two were the aggressive panda and the brown panda. Surprisingly, the brown panda was actually easier to find, but only because I had already found one way back in episode 4. On the way, I got the ocelot head, and when I got there, he was pretty much in the same exact spot I found him three Minecraft years ago. Hello. And to speed things up, I nudged him the whole way home. After a half an hour of searching, I finally found an angry panda 6,000 blocks away from spawn. We listened to panda on the boat ride back. And that's how I collected every panda in the game. From there, all I had to do was breed them. And organize them into different pens to make getting the heads easier. If you're wondering why that looked like Steve for a second, it's because all the heads are just player heads with a different texture. That took so long, I had to start eating my golden apples for food. Now, the last three parrots. 
Actually, we can grab the turtle head now too and put that on the beach. There's a blue one. These green ones are like camouflage. And I definitely didn't have to fly 8,000 blocks to find the light blue one. And I can finally place them down. There's the turtle, green burb, blue burb, red, white, light blue, apple, angry panda, weak panda, playful panda, me if I don't upload for two months, lazy panda, panda, brown panda, and the ocelot. I can't really think of a good place to put the charged creeper, other than the jungle since that's where we found it. I'm gonna put the skeleton in the soul sand valley since there's only a few mobs that spawn there. We're gonna come back to the nether soon, but first I want to finish the desert since there's only one other mob we're missing there. And I've arrived, but I'm gonna need to wait until nighttime. And now if I just find one, or two, or not, there, husk head. And next up is the ocean mobs, since I've been neglecting them this whole time. Take it away, Penny! There's the Elder Guardian, Normal Guardian, Pufferfish, and Dolphin in the Lukewarm Ocean. Over in the Warm Ocean, we have the Tropical Fish, a Drowned in the Cold Ocean along with the Cod and the Squid, and finally, the Salmon over in the River Biome. Alright, time to turn up the heat with our Nether Mobs. Alright, I gotta focus for this one. If I'm gonna die this episode, it's gonna be to the warden. Okay, that's a lot of them. Where? Nice staircase. Ah, that's... Okay. On average, it should only take around 8 brutes to get ahead, but I'm not taking any chances. Here they are.
Wait, really? I didn't even make it inside yet. Oh, well, onto the ghast head then. Okay. Um, I am totally going to pay for all this good luck later. Okay, sir, I'm going to need you to step off the strider. Guess we'll do this the hard way then. <laughs> Wait till you see the... <laughs> no, no, no. All we've got left is the regular strider and the wither skeleton. Okay, to be fair, I did kill quite a few of these earlier. They just didn't make it into the montage. And now we can head back to our own nether biomes and place them all down. I'm just going to put the Zoglin with the Ziglin since they're both zombified. What? The Brute will go in the Bastion, the Hoglin, and Piglin in the Crimson Forest. And then for the Ghast, I want to see if it'll look good flying. Oh, it even has the little tentacle things on the bottom. For the normal strider, I want to try to float it on top of the lava. I think that works. And then the cold strider can go right here. Wither skelly in the fortress. Uh, There. Blaze at the blaze spawner. And magma cube at the top of the basalt delta. Now, before we get into the final big four, I'm going to try to finish off the Mushroom Island. And the Stronghold mobs, which is just this guy. Next up are the raid mobs, and I'm going to be doing that over in the desert where my old raid farm is. I just need to set up the beacons, throw down my stash, block off the farm, and... So I got nearly every single head from the first raid, even a second type of vex head, which I didn't even know existed. The only one I didn't get is the witch, so I fought two more raids, and then had a decision to make. I could either continue fighting raids, which by my estimates, it would take another 13 raids or about 3 hours to get a witch head. I could spend a little less time building a witch farm that I don't need, or I could lazily yoink a witch head from my raid farm's overflow chest and move on with the video. I chose the latter. Now we're also going to need an allay head for the uh... Alright. Add that one to the list of strange encounters. Anyways. 
Placing these ones down is going to be a little different than the other mobs. Some of them will be at the outpost here, like the Olay, Pillager, and Ravager. Then the rest will go in the Woodland Mansion. Here's the Evoker with his Vexes. And as promised, we'll put the Witch inside the Witch Hut. Okay, here it is. The final three. The ones that'll jeopardize my hardcore world or my sanity. I'm gonna start with the Withers. Despite having three heads, it can actually drop four. The head is a guaranteed drop, but which type it drops is randomized. So, in a perfect world, I'd only have to fight four. To play it safe, I'm going to be fighting eight Withers. All at once. Also, I'm way too far into this series to be collecting all the skulls by hand, so I'm gonna build a Wither Skelly farm designed by none other than ENX04. So I'm going to talk you through some of the fight here because my plan pretty much failed immediately. The point of the dinnerbone name tags is to flip the withers upside down so you can focus fire on one at a time. But I very quickly found out that I wasn't going to be able to jump high enough to actually reach them. So at this point I was definitely panicking. I tried my best to single out one at a time and I got close, but with 8 of them passing through each other it just wasn't going to work. And then I had an idea to jump and let the explosions launch me high enough to reach the withers. I noticed after that I must have been picking up XP from each weather I killed, because my armor was mended a bit. But most importantly, I noticed that half the weather heads that dropped were blown up during the fight. So I fought a bunch more, this time in reasonable portions, until I had all four heads. Alright, so I placed the weather heads down already, but I think I can do better than scattering them across the ground. So that's supposed to be a mini wither, and then for the blue skulls, I want to have them flying in front as if he's shooting them out. And that's the wither done. On to the mob that will probably cost me my sanity. When you breed any two regular axolotls, the baby has a 1 out of 1200 chance of being blue. Because axolotls only eat buckets of tropical fish, which don't stack, gathering the food itself is at least half the process. And if you think I'm going to be gathering 2400 fish like this, not a chance. Instead, I'm going to build a fish farm I found by Raiseworks. Alright, so the farm is complete. I'm sure the fish will start spawning any minute now. 
So it turns out tropical fish can't spawn in bubble columns anymore. So I removed some of the soul sand at the bottom in a checkerboard pattern and modified the farm a bit to suit my needs. And now that it was functional, I grabbed a pair of yellow axolotls and set up the breeding area inside this floating island. I didn't get the axolotl on the first try, which was to be expected. What I didn't expect though was that this was going to be my life for the next 4 days. Over the next 113 Minecraft days, I bred axolotls. 36 hours. Collecting fish. Breeding more. Killing them off when it got too laggy. Until eventually, over 4,000 axolotl babies later, I got it. From there, I got my first breeding pair and gained access to infinite blue axolotls, then secured the head. During those four days, I also got the pink and cyan heads, and then the brown one after the blue. And as for the yellow, well... And with the axolotls complete, there was just one head left. Now don't get me wrong, the warden is a very deadly mob, capable of killing a player with the strongest armor in just a few hits, but it has its weaknesses. Testing in a creative world, I found that 6 iron golems could bring down the warden, 5 would weaken it enough to allow me to get the final blow so that the head would drop, but that felt too easy. So I'm just gonna 1v1 it. I've got a beacon with all the effects, extra totems, pearls, golden apples, and this little contraption that will hopefully make enough noise to distract it. Now I just need to make him angry. There he is. Now I'll just lure him over to the noisemaker. And that should do it. Now I'm just gonna fall back to my beacons. And let the games begin. Well, turns out the warden doesn't care that much about dispenser clicks when he's been hit in the forehead by an arrow. But I held my ground, before realizing that I was about to die. I decided to fall back, getting one more shot off to show him that I was not to be messed with, before flying face first into a wall and realizing that I cornered myself. But my next move changed the entire fight, because as scary as the warden is, its ranged attack only reaches 20 blocks high, so it was helpless. And with a few more arrows, the beast was slain. And after 90 hours of headhunting, the final head was collected. Or so I thought. Now that the horses are done, I can place down a few more yet. A few more heads. I need a G and two wandering trader heads on the mushroom island island. Uh, you know. Sorry, Peta.
It's definitely not better. And in case, in case, the last two snowy mom. This has to be the culprit because he dropped the admire corn. Corn. I want to put a Mindy. Okay, sir. I'm gonna need you to strap up. Strap whoa. And magma cube. And magma. And mag magma cube. And magma cube at the top of the desert. And if you think I'm gonna. And if you think I'm gonna. I'm Batman. <laughs>